Hello and welcome to Last Night Recap. I'm your host, Martin Coots, and I am joined by my three beautiful co-hosts. Well, two and a half beautiful co-hosts. Uh, let's see, we should be joined by Johan. Are you there? Yay! I'm, I'm that beautiful that uh, the FaceTime didn't even... Well, you were the half. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Because I didn't Sorry. even get camera when FaceTime. I just got voice and all the other guys, they got camera, you know, like, I don't know why. That... This is this is true. You know, it's sweet. But, you know, FaceTime does not lie. Talk about filtered. <laughs> Absolutely. And across the pond, we've got Mr. Kurt Kleinen. Good. Exactly. Today. Yeah, good afternoon. Today, not from Atlanta, but from a small town, a little closer to you guys on the coast side, uh, New Bern, um, North Carolina. So you're spying, mm. are you? So, so you're I'm doing something different every week. I'm uh, I'm I'm like wear skirt in America. Mm. I think I think we're just I think we've got a new segment. We've I got, think so. We've got questions with Matt and where's Kurt? Where's Kurt? I think we've got yeah. <laughs> we need that. Yeah, we need that. That's cool. Yeah. So what are you doing? Speaking... Spying things like that? No, no, I can't tell any of that. Cucumber <laughs> on, on the eyelids and all that. So that's like yes, exactly, like that. exactly. Okay. Nice. nice. And uh, last but certainly not least, we've already mentioned his questions. It's now the time to hear from the man himself, Mr. Pullen. Good evening. Good evening, all, or afternoon, or it's a podcast. It could be any time of the day for the listeners. This so, is true. So, hello. You know, I think just don't was... typecast as to when people listen to this, Martin. That's that's less than the that, That's very true, and that's a that's a good lesson to learn. <laughs> thank you for thank you for just putting me back in my box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you're a good anchor. That's why. Yes, so, I, I I think the 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 traits of a good anchor is a knowing when to shut up and b being able to pass over to his um, his co-host. Okay, so let's switch so. anchors. So let's <laughs> fail, failing on failing on both counts. Yeah, I know I'm doing well. <laughs> so what's happening tonight? Um, what's happening tonight? Well, between what was happening last night on last night recap, um, the Super Bowl was happening, and you'll be happy with that outcome, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> Super Bowl champions, six times I've in a row. I heard something about that. Um, yeah. And, and then an ADE deadline um, that happened last week, right yeah. after um, we had two chats going on one about amplifying mm-hmm. learning with GarageBand or GarageBand, wherever you are on the ocean. And um, <laughs> on the ocean, yeah, on the ocean, on what what side of the ocean? And then the other okay. one was uh, we're gonna have a look at what would happened and what answers we got from uh, creating a coaching culture in your school. So some of the screen grabs coming up are Mike Yak saying things like listening is such an important part of building a relationship, and then we've got some students who are uh, currently using graphic uh, notation in year seven, um, working with GarageBand. So that's coming up. Um, during this chat, so stay and listen. Sounds oh, nice. And of nice. course, questions with Matt. Don't forget about that. Don't, don't, we can't forget questions. Have we got a new theme change? Oh, that's my favorite section. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Did Lurch, See you soon. Yeah, Did Lurch suddenly come into the, the podcast? <laughs> okay. Questions, questions with Matt. You rang. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Martin. Yeah. After this uh, very beautiful jingle, we're gonna hear from Emia. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. See you soon. All right. See you soon.
Okay, we're back and we're going to have a look at the EMEA questions. This week's topic was all on amplifying learning with GarageBand and it was hosted by Nathan Ashman. Um, Nathan uh, came up with six questions, but we're just actually going to talk about question three. Um, in question three, he um, uh, asked, how have you used GarageBand uh, to help create learning resources for your students? A lot of varied questions, but two that I'm going to call out. The first one is from Miss Smart. That's at Miss Smart USW on Twitter. She said that she's carrying out action research into rhythm skills, improving literacy skills in dyslexic children. We have used GarageBand to record every activity and they love listening to the recordings and recognizing where they have gone wrong, using it as an assessment tool. I think that's an absolutely brilliant way to use GarageBand, especially accessibility for learning, looking at regional learners, absolutely superb use. Yeah, um, brilliant. I think yeah, she's, um, she's, she's, yeah, she's Matt, great. So, yeah, she's one of my one of my final year students actually in university, practicing, oh, cool. practicing to be a teacher and um, she's very she's passionate about teacher. music. Um, so yeah, this is this is something that she's really passionate about trying to find out, and and by all accounts, doing some really good stuff in the school and having a nice impact. So yeah, you'd mentioned yeah, well, how something. old is GarageBand? Wasn't there just a recent thing about like fifteen years? It had years a big birthday. Yeah, it's just like uh, yeah. just had its fifteenth year birthday. Yeah. 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 Cool. cool. And a lot of people still think it's only if you're a, if you're a musician, then you need to be able to play an instrument. Uh, I see it more and more now. For voice recording, helping kids with dyslexia, yeah, um, storytelling, um, yeah, creating jingles, raps. I mean, the loop section. I mean, up over there. I had one of my best things ever happen to me uh, because of GarageBand. Actually, when it comes to students, um, I always tell two stories that really started everything for me. And one was a guy; he's, he's year nine, and we were doing evolution. And uh, he's like, I'm not going to do any test. I'm not going to do any essay at all. And I knew he was a great guitar player. So I said, write me a song then. And uh, he came back with a song that was five minutes and 20 seconds. And uh, in the ly lyrics, there is a part where he's talking about a buffalo called uh, Peter. And he's chased by a predator. And the whole herd is chased by a predator. And then in the song, he says, like, uh, Peter was the slowest one, so he got killed. So that's survival of the fittest. Everyone should know that. But then he writes, when Peter was killed and because he was the slowest, the herd in itself became much faster from a genetic point of view, more or less. And the cool thing is that is something called genetic drift, which is second year on university. So actually... This guy, he understood that level, and he would never, I would never have known this uh, if he didn't write me that song. So that's pretty cool. And that was one, my, one of my two first revelations of, like, oh, this is so cool. It's just that giving children a different opportunity to share their, exactly. their thoughts, isn't it? It's, it's, that's it. Yeah. Once you see it happen, then, yeah. yeah, that's when you're convinced that it doesn't all have to be written down in a book. No, no that's so it. much is visual these days too. So yeah. I like that the audio part is getting some attention because um, it, it's so quick and easy. If you can tap on that red button to record and rewind your recording, listen to it, edit and the, some things, then you're off. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing with, if you say more 
artsy ways of doing things mm-hmm. for the people that don't really like it and they say oh, we still need to do all the proper things for you know writing whatever i mean even though you don't think you can get a good grade on just writing a song of evolution there's mm-hmm. a way in to say look you actually you're actually good in biology and then suddenly you stress yeah. that he's good you you strengthen that person and then next time you say okay let's write a song but uh, you also have to do a, a what do you say summarization in yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. five sentences and you have just, to write them so just that's a building a way, block isn't it exactly a way yes. in so that's yeah. how i yeah. see it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think my oh, favorite cool. story that i um that i got from it was um i was visiting a school in uh, arlington washington um and this little girl comes up to me and she really wanted to talk about her favorite app and it was uh, garage band and during their playtime and um, what they would do is they would run a contest called the uh, Life Loop Wizard Basil Battle. <laughs> and um, they would get some life loops together and um, then they would uh, play their song. And then they got a decibel meter app out. And uh, the, the one, the, the kid that got the, the highest sound and, and noise from the crowd outside uh, was the, the king of the, the playtime. And then they would do it again next time. Oh, nice. Moscow. Martin, uh, do you have any yeah. other good tweets? Yeah, yeah. The um, just the, the, people are talking about the visual aspect of uh, GarageBand and how that kind of ties into learning. Uh, Richard Hopkins, uh, which is at Richard, uh, sorry, which is at Hopkins Teach, has said he's currently teaching graphic notation to year seven. Now, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but year seven are what they are about? Are they about ten? Uh, Eleven, twelve year olds. 11, 12-year-old, um, and what he usually gets them to do is to draw the shapes and then perform how the shapes sound on instruments. He's saying that GarageBand has rec- become the resource now, using the piano roll to draw the notes so that they can visually see how it sounds. So he's got a, there's an example in the tweet where he's actually got the notes and a visual representation of it. So pupils are learning not only the the audio aspect of what music sounds like but the visual aspect of what happens can and it always it takes me back to something that i was i uh, i was asked can you see sound oh yeah and, yeah and 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 with this you can you can definitely see sound garage mm-hmm. band is making sound visible to learners in a way yeah. that it's never been possible before finally an answer to the question can you see it mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. oh that's cool any anyone else that were really cool. I mean, there are a lot of cool answers. There were course, a lot of but, cool answers. Yeah, cool, the cool. Um, the wakelet that um, Miriam shared that's got a recap of it all has got some. I mean, I was going through it just in prep for the podcast, and really, it was difficult just to point point out some uh, some some good que- uh, some good answers that, that, that narrow it down. So, yeah, I think to recap on it, a lot of people yes. are enthusiastic about it, and a lot of people are using it, and and the everyone can create music guide. Um, has got a lot of people on the path of, uh, of having at least a look at GarageBand. Cool. Yeah, so where do you find, uh, if I want to see all the s- summarization of... Uh... So if you go to wakelet.com, um, wakelet is just what is used to summarize the um, used to summarize the, the, the chats that we do in EMEA. And if you go to Miriam's page, which is the same as our Twitter handle, at Mercy Walsh, um, you'll be able to you'll be able to to find the recaps for the chats, and they're put out every week, so that you can go back and you can look at the tweets from nine to ten, um, and all of the tweets that we have at that time are eight to nine. 
Nice. Okay. Sounds good. So, um, anyone has a last comment, or should we go to Americas? I think we should step let's go over the past. Yeah, let's let's cool. see you in a sec. All right, welcome back, and welcome from the other side of the ocean. Um, the Americas chat that was going on um, was titled Creating a Coaching Culture in Your School, and it, it got a lot of buzz um, even before it started already because a lot of people are interested in professional development or professional learning, as we like to say, um, and, and what could happen. And, and just one of the um, answers that came out is a book that's been trending, I think. It's called The Impact Cycle because I've been seeing it on Twitter and, and even on the coffee table at home now um, called the impact cycle. And then um, I've had, there were six questions, um, Jordan and, and I think it was Chris, there was a lot of, uh, Jordan was, uh, was the one leading the chat. So um, I picked out a few of the questions for you guys to, to have a thought about. And the first one started with, how do you build relationships with your peers, whether you are a coach, a teacher, leader, an admin, or etc. Um, I picked that out specifically, Johan, because one of the answers that that got in was um, they talked about fika, the Swedish culture. And, um, <laughs> so, but I, I don't think that everyone knows what a fika is. Um, so maybe you could like give a quick explanation. Okay, so fika is the most important thing. Of course, we know that coffee is the most important thing for a teacher or anyone in school. And uh, this is uh, an extension of that. So fika is normally you have a cup of coffee and you have to have something with it, like uh, maybe uh, a cake or a bun or something. And that uh, you can't have coffee just by itself. It's really important. And that is called fika. And now, or more or less, that's a, a, a very short, like five minutes, where you can re relax and just chat. So that's what it has become, really. So when we have a break, we, we don't say, let's have a break. We say, let's have a fika. And that's it. Nice. They actually turned it into a recipe because uh, they gave a shout out to a project you were in, Johan, called The Joy of Professional Learning. Oh, cool. Um, so you could see that tweet. And those books, it's a series of, of nine. And I'm doing some shameless promoting here now, guys. <laughs> um, excuse me for that nine free books that can change professional learning and turn it all the way upside down and um, not have teachers be developed anymore because I don't think we need to be developed. No. I think it's it's great. I mean, Kurt, I, I stole shamelessly that idea. I did a, a <laughs> session in Sweden, funnily enough, about professional learning. and That's the best thing you can do. Yeah, and, and, and took that and said, like, how do you use speaker time? What, what do you do? And um, one of the things that we discussed, and I think it's in your book as well, is why don't you use that as an opportunity to have a chat informally about some of the things you've done? And actually, I mean, I was in Sweden, so therefore it was like cultural for them. But they really mm -hmm. responded well to that whole idea. And so it's kind of going full circle, I guess. You know, you guys came up with the idea and then putting it back into how it how they can use that specific time. But yeah, really, really good. That's brilliant. Yeah. Nice. Did and you get any, any other... Oh. oh, sorry, Kurt. Um, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, the thing is, uh, the, the question that you're actually uh, stating is mm -hmm. um, quite complex when it comes to uh, our schools are, uh, you know, we were very set in the system and yeah. it doesn't work anymore. 
uh, as the digital age are coming. So we can't really be in these uh, straight lines from up to down, uh, vertical. So we need to spread it out more horizontal if, if that maybe explains something. So mm. you're, you're not a boss anymore. You're, a, uh, what do you say, a leader. And, yeah. and to mm-hmm. lead is not to be a boss. So I yeah. think the hierarchy uh, that we yeah, have the in the system. someone who leads and someone who is a leader. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, how to, to uh, switch that, it's not very easy. There are many books written on that. And, and, uh, and I, if you want to make a change, I can recommend to read some of them. Um, mm-hmm. We can put them up maybe in the, in the info later. But um, that is... It's actually a nice bridge to that second question that came up after that. Um, getting into a bit more of the research and models and and, because the second question was about methods and what types of coaching cycles and models do you use or want to use and and why or how are they used and um, Justin Gonzalez who is uh, at Mr. Underscore J Gonzalez with a Z um, answered uh, to that question saying our district uses uh, cognitive coaching as well as some uh, Elena Aguilera um, we recently came up with this graphic, and um, I, I would recommend going to have a look at the chat and uh, looking at the graphic. It's a, as, as a coaching team, um, they came up with something that's uh, do, inform, and identify. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I mean, this is where visuals come in better, um, but the planning part and, and uh, meeting your goals and reflecting and feedback, and they all come, they keep coming back. So um, it's called the coaching cycle. Um, the cognitive coaching cycle, sorry. And um, I would I recommend highly to, to have a look at that. Cool. Um, nice. Other models that you guys are using? We do, it, we do a similar cycle? thing. We do a yeah. similar thing. I mean, we call it coaching triads. I'm still dubious about the term triad in it, but we go with it. Um, but the idea that, yeah, so two people will come and watch one person teach and then nice little chat afterwards, which is completely informal. And, you know, what, what do you think? worked and why do you think it worked it's just the opportunity to actually reflect on what you've actually done and it, it ba- massively comes down to trust though mm-hmm. to do it with yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really trust yeah. in it because it has to be completely non-judgmental even though it's the most judgmental thing that you'll do but yeah. you have to just trust that those conversations are beneficial and, and that it's not about someone's or picking holes in what you do it really is about highlighting things that you you could just tweak and you know, we started off and it's the, the typical thing of they notice um, maybe a phrase that you use all the time or a single word or a, uh, a movement that you always have. Mm-hmm. And then you actually get past the kind of those base level things and actually get a bit deeper to scanning the room, good use of questioning, all of those sort of things are actually going to make a difference. Yeah, so, because yeah, it's yeah. good that you said it like that, because the people watching are actually the ones that need more um, exercising, giving feedback. And uh, that was so nice that you said that people are looking at small things first because it's not easy to get yeah. in and, and criticize someone uh, even though mm. you are very positive. So it, it's quite hard, I would say. Yeah, yeah you, sometimes, you sometimes go down the route where you don't want to say something nasty. You just, want to, you just want to praise them rather than actually giving them something that would be a wee bit more constructive. We do... Um, mm. We do a thing called, we just do learning visits uh, based on a, a, a thing called tapestry where we just have people, we we, um, we pick a, we maybe do a focus on like numeracy or, or some other subject area and we have people come in and observe 
those lessons based on a particular focus. So we kind of take them, we kind of take it on on focuses for different different learning aspects, and then we do something very similar where a couple of people come in and they give feedback and they they have a conversation around what they liked about the lesson, what they could improve, um, and what they could what they might have done differently or what they never thought about doing. Um, could I so throw in that? That's something that that relates to that, guys. Um, a question that was also asked, uh, asked at that chat is that um, it, it's good to give feedback, and um, but how do you document that? Like, what kind of tool do you use? What kind of questions? How do you do this feedback? Because um, we've we've seen something um, where clips come in and leaders do this walk in um, or vi- or classroom visit, and then they they take some pictures, they they shoot some video, and then they point that out. Um, mm-hmm. But a, are there other things you've been using to document that and then have that conversation, that level of trust where uh, this is what I've seen and here's here's some, some video. And I think even Matt, maybe you both, you and I have like a PE background and, and video analyzing has been in hot in sports. Yeah. No, um, uh, yeah, yeah, the thing is like uh, when I used it with students, so I haven't used it uh, yet with, um, you know, peers. Yeah. Um, even though we shot video and, and we, you can see the video and, and, and you comment the video, mm-hmm. to, to reference that, you always have a still. So you have a photo from your video because that excites um, the brain. So uh, you will remember the whole sequence. Do you understand? So uh, one <laughs> person just puts down f- five things from the video and that's just five photos but it's actually from the action that we discussed. And then when they go through it, they remember the, the live thing. So it's very good to elicit the memory with just one photo and it's much easier. So you don't have to go through it. So that's how I used to do it. Um, but that's just a, a, a method to remember more or less. Yeah, yeah. so we, we've, used, we've used video with our, with our trainee teachers quite a bit to get them to sort of reflect because the, the big issue we have with training teachers is they're out in schools and you know I can't always be there to help them so we got them to film themselves um, and then they would do a video commentary over the top telling us what they think was good and we, we talk in two minutes that was also a two minute snippet of what they did just to get them to watch themselves mm-hmm. their mentors in school would would obviously see it and then I would see it as well as a third person and then we were using iTunes U actually as a place where that we would all sit and then we could have like a a chat, um, like a, oh, a chat cool. room, yeah, yeah. About what what did nice. we think worked, and and it was also documented for them to sort of have a look back. That makes me you think know, of you know what it was like when we trained as teachers o- over time. That so you see your own of, development. Um, you could go someone back. Someone who's close to you guys, um, I think, is it Sean O'Grady's his last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did yeah. something yeah. similar because yeah. he had students out on the island, and um, to to keep yeah. in contact with them, they set up a um, like a a private shared um, photo stream. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah. they commented on uh, on the photos and the videos, which I thought cool. was a brilliant. Yeah, use Sean, of Sean's doing some really That's nice good, stuff yeah. with with that. So cool. Yeah. Um, Kurt, right, that thanks. was really really nice section. Um, okay. So uh, before we go, we should recap, and uh, we'll be back in a second. Okay. All right. Cool. cool. Thanks, guys. Questions with Matt. Aren't we going to say it all three at, at the same time? And then Matt says, you wrong. I mean, it. this is the intro for questions uh, with Matt right now. 
I think this week. No, and no, I, no, and I, I think like, we yeah, go with this so. because you know. I think we nail it. You nail it, Kurt. So everyone <laughs> listening, I, welcome I, to. It's a question. This is third for all you lonely hearts out there. Let's fill it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Matt, here he is, the one and only. <laughs> it's a step up from the jingle from last Okay, so, uh, I have a question, Matt. Do you have any questions? Okay, let's go for it. I like Do you have any questions? Did I? Question for, Do I have question a... for Matt? <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go. I, I've, I've got questions. What, what, um, do you have a question for me, Johannes? No. Not no, really. Matt's the only oh, okay. one who can ask the questions. We agreed upon I, this I last week. We cleared this up last week, didn't we? Yeah. I'm going to ease you in this week, guys, with a with a simple question. What's your favorite cheese? Oh, that's a bit. Oh, that's easy. I don't Ooh. eat cheese. Okay, good. There we go. When's the deal with cranberry? Okay, Johan. Oh, uh, Rockford. Nice. Okay, so, guys, we we you know. <laughs> We we've all had some some you know experiences over the last week and you know wh- what have you learned this week? What have you learned, witty? <laughs> and what what have you learned? What do you want to share? Hmm. Ooh, no, that's a good I'm question. A... Well, I have a, I have a few things because I was at um, um at FETC in Orlando and at TCA in San Antonio and a lot of people came over to talk um, about what they were doing in their classroom. Um, some guy asked me about how to use coding and um, augmented reality together. So we, we had a look at AR Maker and, um, and some kind of floor plan and then program a, a Sphero ball to go through it, which made me think of the idea that Martin and I um, had when we visited um, the, the Apple uh, education event last March. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Speedo Taxi. Yeah, exactly. But then oh, with an yeah. augmented reality nice. city where you program your Sphero using Swift Playgrounds. Ooh, that's a cool okay, great so, idea. So that's great. So, so you know, I think people sort of, you know, look at ADEs such as ourselves and think that, you know, I hate the term expert. In oh, anything. Yeah. oh, no. But sometimes you get tagged that we know everything and, and, you know, we don't need to learn anything. But I think it's important for people listening to realize that we are always trying to learn we know nothing we are not experts in anything you know we are just you know it's something we're passionate about we're just trying to learn new things Mm -hmm. all the time yeah so yeah totally agree i mean it's the attitude that's it yeah so we have to learn and i think exactly what you said kurt Yo, yeah. Like, sorry. Yo, had to say that. Come on. Come on. Well, we're all aspiring. Otherwise, like we can't come back and uh, speak on this podcast. <laughs> okay, so let's get serious. Um, yeah. So, what, what's your question to the people this time? What the... So, to the people. So, I want to know um, what do I want to know? What do I want to know from the people? This is a great opportunity, by the way. You've got all of these listeners. Including my mum's mom, mm-hmm. still, she's loving it. She's uh, she's loving it. She's made everybody um, a cup of tea. There's a light bulb in the radio. So I want to know. We we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about coaching before, and I think you know we we all as a group started getting quite into that sort of how do we change things. I want to know what models the listeners use. I want to know how they are learning from their peers, from their students, 
I think, because that's something which is changing a lot, you know, students taking a lead on mm. things. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know from some of our listeners where they're learning from and how they're sort of using coaching models in their own practice. Oh, that's a good question. Right, there you got it, listeners. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's perfect. No this pressure. is my favorite section. Okay, so we're almost coming to the end of episode two, guys. And I thought just uh, to round it out, I would remind everybody how they can connect with us on Twitter. So, um, Matt, do you want to give everyone your Twitter handle for us? Yeah, so it's at Matt6453, M-A-T-6453. Perfect. And Kurt? Prizes for guessing what 6453 is. It's not my PIN number. It's not? No, it's, it's definitely not. No, I, I've tried it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so now, it's just, now, now you just have to start with a three, and now it's three, five, four, six. Oh, shit. Sorry. It's five, four, six, three. Now. Yeah, and Martin, <laughs> I, I just have a question directly with you, uh, because uh, you have eight, one in yours, and that's the, I do. That's the Scottish pin, yeah, so it's just two numbers. No, the one is just uh, the the pin yeah, number. The, the for, eight for your is mental age and the one ah, is the pin okay. number. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I thought it was uh, referencing uh, where, be... where it was infinite loop one. That's, yeah. ooh, ooh, that's what see. I'm going to tell everybody now. Right? Oh. <laughs> You're so for such me, a um, geek. <laughs> For me, it's uh, at Mr. Kurtz, if you're uh, a Flemish listener. Um, but for all the English listeners, it's M-E-E-S-T-E-R-K-U-R-T. Awesome. And uh, Johan, where can people find you? At Anderson underscore E-D-U. And remember, Anderson actually is with two S's, as it should be, because it comes from Sweden. Okay. okay. And nice. how can they reach all of us? They can reach all of us at Last Recap. That's L-A-S-T-R-E-C-A-P. So before we finish... And Martin, a, what was yeah. yours again? Well, everyone knows me. Oh. Surely. Do they need to know that? No, no okay. of course. Well, you can ring him. Martin's mum and then she'll get in contact yeah. with him. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> just find my mum and ask. Um, and she has... Plus four, four. No, I'm just kidding. I'm at mcoot81. That's c-o-u-t-t-s, not c-o-o-t-e-s, as some people think. So it's mcoot81. You can find all of us at Last Recap. And next week, we are going to be chatting about the Americas and EMEA chat that are coming up on the 12th of February. The... EMEA chat is all on managing workload. That's with Catherine Jesse. That is on Tuesday, February 12th at 8pm GMT. And the Americas chat is all on design compelling learning experiences kids will love. Um, That's also on Tuesday, February 12th. And that's at 6pm PST. And that's hosted by Brian W. Tim and S.H. Maynard. So looking forward to both those chats. I think there'll be a, a couple of a couple of good uh, couple of good ideas coming out of both of those. Like Sounds that. great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, remember um, little competition time here um, before next week's chat. Prizes out for where's Kurt? Where is Kurt? Yeah. I mean, so not right I, now. Next time. Where's yeah, Kurt? So next time. 
Where will he be? If exactly. people want to, if people want to take guesses to where's Kurt, and if they want to answer questions with Matt, and they're listening to us on Anchor or mm-hmm. on, so if they're listening to us on Anchor, if they do a search for last night recap, they'll find us. There'll be a little button that will say leave a voice message. You tap a voice message. You hold your phone or your iPad. You record as you would if you were leaving someone a voicemail. And we get a little notification that says, such and such, my mum has asked a question. She can't remember how many sugars Johan takes in his tea. We would get that through. And next week, we could say to my mum that he takes two. Exactly. Um, And Martin, you actually done a wonderful video, which uh, you can watch on our Twitter. uh, Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And again, that's at last recap on Twitter. So if people have questions or answers that they want to send directly to us, they can tweet at any one of us or at last recap and we'll get them. And you might hear your name on the show next week. Brilliant. Thank you, chaps. Thank you, guys. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye.